Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast. For the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Flaw 700, a.k.a. Flaw Claw Van Dam, a.k.a. Flaw Seagal. Yes, yes, I'm proud of y'all. Hey, and I got some special guests with me in the building, man, from Social Gibberish. I got joining me, Jarrell and Jovi. Hey, hey, how's everybody doing out there? Yeah, can you put my applause up higher? Thank you. We got Hi, everybody. Applause? Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. I see how this show going going already. <laughs> All of that. There, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Let these people know you got a star on here. Damn. Yeah, man. So, you already introduced me, Jovi. Yeah. We are the podcast brothers, two real life brothers who are similar because we both are Geminis, but also have different viewpoints. I like to let that be known so people know what they're getting into. And it's just like when people ask you, hey, what is your show about? Boom. Right then and there. I forgot to tell you, though, Jarrell. What's up? Um, I got y'all a new subscriber. Who? It was, a, it was a guy out there who wanted to know what we did in here. And I was telling Jovi, we need to have one of those type of lines where they say, hey, what do you do? Boom. This is what my show is about. Oh, so we need to work on that. Okay, I can be out there for ten minutes. Oh uh, well, uh, <laughs> I see. Well, this is uh, a raw. Uh, <laughs> we the shit. <laughs> That's all. Listen to us. Yeah. I appreciate y'all joining me today. Podcast fatigue that is best. Y'all just recorded episode ten of Social Gibberish. Yes. Sure did. It was like an hour long episode, and now y'all here with me, which would be another sixty minutes, maybe a little bit more. So I appreciate y'all for doing this. You didn't have You're to welcome. do it, but you did it, man. You're welcome. I'll send you our invoice, in, but Ooh. we'll talk about that outside of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, Black History Month. How do y'all? Fe- how do we feel about Black History Month? Are we the type to be like, hey? It's Black History Month every month, or do we get it hyped for February? Is or is it just another month? I personally don't get hyped. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm black. 
Always have been. Yeah. Always will be. Blickety black and I'm black. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't just celebrate in February. Okay. I think it was the shortest month, too. That's kind of fucked up, too. Okay. Yeah, I um, black history is all during the year. So, mm. I mean, I appreciate that they gave us a little shout out <laughs> in February, but it's a celebration yeah, they threw, they threw all year. Us a yeah. Okay. And it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Are we watching? Definitely why I'm on football. Okay, okay. Hell so, yeah. no. But you're not a football Joey fan. Don't care about no. You don't care. I don't know. I don't know where the lines. I don't know who's playing. The who? I don't know anything. The Lions. The line, the yellow line oh. that just appears out of fucking nowhere. First down. Oh, the first down. The, the first down line. Uh, change, change the subject. She don't know what she's talking about. Sorry. <laughs> so I might that. I might watch, I might not watch, I don't really care. Like I'm not really interested in Brady winning six rings and I don't really care for the Rams winning anything. It doesn't mean nothing. See, I'm a right Giants now. fan, so I don't I don't care about time. We beat them twice. I'm a yeah. Giants fan. But I'm just saying normally I get excited when there's history on the line. Yeah, I get you. you know, I like you. there's no black quarterback, there's no black coaches. There's no nothing. It's yeah, just. Ah. I get it. So, are you a football fanatic? I'm not. I can okay. really go without football, so I it's am. really not a thing. Okay, so that's I'm the a difference. Fanatic. You're a fanatic. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's plenty of Sundays where I went without football and didn't care. Kind of got mad at a game that I, I kind of missed. It was like Chiefs versus somebody. It was like 52 to 50. I was, was like, the, man. It was the Patriots. No, no, no. It, it was the Chiefs and the Rams. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was that game. And I was like, damn, I, I, I wish I would have saw that. But other than that, it was just like, ah. I ain't missing nothing. What? Yep. I'm not a football fanatic, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. I so I don't, I don't really care. I think. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was about to get what my Jovi thing. I think it's a turn on when a man is a fanatic about football. It's just like, even though I don't watch it, what's I like to see you get excited what, what's, about what, it. What turns you on about somebody liking football? The aggression. Then the I'm passion. Like, come on, yeah. The passion. The, come on. Get the fuck out of here. I'm yeah, like, ooh, I, I, yeah, daddy. I can, get, I can get a little. <laughs> I can get a little aggressive in my living room. Not gonna lie. Ooh, daddy. Ooh. <laughs> So it doesn't matter that it's football. The passion could be about yeah. anything. You, yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Care about Okay, okay. So it's not football. Yeah, you been, said you got to thank for. If he right. had a, a, a passion for HGTV, you would still be. <laughs> still met, yep, I'd be like, "Ooh, daddy, fix that house, fix that house." Ooh, he's so passionate. <laughs> All right, so I like to start the episodes off. Um, well, first off, before we get into this episode, man, shout out to Fresco. He will not be joining us this week. Um, he will be back next week. So, I think your brother cool. He told me I had pancake mix hands. What does so that I'm mean? Glad that he's not here. Talk about her complexion. Yeah, talk about so my damn complexion. But he was kind of right though. So he is shout right. out to you, Fresh right. Guy. The truth always hurts, right? Yeah, always like hurts. ooh, and that was the first time I met him too. I was like, ooh, ignorant. Right off the block. Right. Let's get one thing straight. Yeah. This is sir. <laughs> so we like to start the episode off with our weeks. Um, and I, like I said, I know y'all just had y'all episode. And y'all talked about y'all weeks, but hey. This is just how we do, man. So, ladies first, Jovan, Jovi. Damn, you said my government. You said Ooh, the government. Edit that out. So I get, I, <laughs> how was your week? My week was pretty good. I'm not a person that does very much. Um, so, I love relaxing and um, binge watching Netflix. And, you know, that's my, that's my shit. So. What did you watch on Netflix? Oh, I got this I watched new something show. on Netflix, so I want to talk about that. What you watch on Netflix? Uh, it's this. You know, I'm half-assed. I know your audience probably don't know it, but it's about it's about out. this. Uh, it's about uh, the Tootsies, and I don't the even tootsies. know if I right. It's about some. It's an African thing about you African war, and I just started watching you don't it. Know I, name? No, yeah, that damn it. Like I wish I could look it up, but <laughs> either way, like Jovi, yeah. yeah, my bad. She I'll gonna, send it to you at the end of the show. I don't know. 
<laughs> that's me. That's me. I couldn't. You could rob me, and I'm like, uh, he had on some clothes. <laughs> he wasn't and naked. I think he had one glove. <laughs> All I know, he wasn't naked. <laughs> right. right. Shoes. <laughs> that's me describing people. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Y'all don't know, but he's been shading me all damn time. That was it. Yeah, that's pretty much the excitement of my life. Terrell, how was your week? Man, I don't do much, man. I'm just like Jovi. I'm an introvert, so I, all I do is usually go to work, come home, do hmm. the whole thing over the next day. Okay. Like, I do all my stuff. I'm a family man, so I do all my stuff, like, on Saturday. Mm. <laughs> you know uh, all like, the errands. Yeah, that's, that's what we do. Yep. We go to Walmart. We, we grocery shop. Go to my kids' like basketball games, mm. stuff like that. So other than that, it's just working. Mm. Okay. What did I do this week? I watched a lot of Netflix, and that's why I was interested in what Jovi had to uh, say about what she watched on Netflix. But I got caught up in the documentaries. I actually watched the Fire Festival. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I, I want to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. No, explain to me. Listen, let me tell you something. Woo. I'm ready. To see it too. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> I forgot the guy's name. I did, and I and I've, out of all these notes I've taken, you think that I write his name down, but I did not. Billy, something, right? Billy, Thank Billy. You. That's See, called. Look, I told you. I Where know were you when I needed you about my Netflix hey, show, jerk? I just, Go ahead. I don't Billy, know what you was talking about? Billy and Jaru. A few years ago, we heard about this fire festival, and only thing that we kind of well for me because I heard it was a big thing going into it. But the first time I got a whiff of it was when people were posting their cheese sandwiches and saying that Ja Rule scammed them. And I didn't think nothing of it until people kept telling me, yo, check out this documentary. So what is the Fire Festival? The Fire Festival was an event to bring music to an island and allow hundreds of people to come and experience magic at one time, hoping to build a creative center where music, art, music and art can record and models can shoot. Uh, and have a year-round creative center, which would, which end of year, I wrote this myself, and it sounds trash, which would end every year <laughs> off with a festival. There you go. So this guy, Billy, had big dreams, and he used Ja Rule to spearhead it. But the documentary basically went on to explain to you guys that uh, it was a shit show from the beginning. Like, he was just uh, loaning money. He was just lying, loaning money he didn't have. He was a scam artist from the get-go. Mm. But all of these kids thought this was going to be the next, um, not Woodstock, but they did mention that, but Coachella type of event. Oh, okay, okay. Where you was going to win millions of dollars, where you was going to um, get to see all your favorite artists um, perform. Kanye West and Good Music was supposed to be there. Mm. <laughs> but once again, this is Ja Rule. Being the face of it and, you know, Billy being the brains behind it. But make a long story short, thousands of kids flew there to survivor tents. They were promised, like, mansion-like living style. Like, uh, like they were promised yachts. They were promised a million-dollar treasure hunt. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were promised all these things. And these kids, and they told them, they say, look, this is not a cash island. So what you got to do is recharge your band. So after they spent $4,000 on tickets, they had to spend $4,000 on money to nah. live on a band. So the, the, these kids spent 8000 Most of them spent $8,000. Yo, y'all niggas got hope. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? $8,000. Swipe. Who had $8,000? I would not be spending 8000 And that's nothing. why a lot of people laughed at <laughs> it because the news was just like, this is what rich white kids get? Yeah. About that's say, basically... White White rich kids. They just wanted to live a lifestyle because, you know, they were tired of living in their parents' basements. And y'all know the only nigga there was Ja Rule. Oh, yeah. 
they cater to <laughs> kids. <laughs> they cater to kids living with their parents, and they just wanted to live their lifestyle. Like, yo, mom, dad, give me that card. So, how long was this festival for? Like, it man, was- it was it was done the day of. Um, it, it rained really hard, and by the time the kids got there, there was nothing there. Yeah. Oh, so they ain't get it. They, they got hustled for real. They got yeah. hustled for real. Did they even get to see Ja Rule perform his corny ass? No, song? no, they got nothing. <laughs> ja didn't even perform. Ja didn't even perform. Ja didn't perform. Nobody performed, bro. There was nothing. There was nobody <laughs> they paid there. $8,000 oh, wow. to go to a deserted island. Watch it. Please, please watch it. Please nah, watch, nah, I'm watch it. For them. it it's, I called, ain't it's called Fire Festival. Boom. Listen. I want to talk to you guys about this one scene that was on the show, right? Mm. On, on a documentary. And I don't know how to say this without sounding crazy. I think I know what you're talking about. The I guy? Yes, yes. Jovi, listen to this, Jovi. So there was a guy who was helping out with the plans for the festival. Mm-hmm. And he was gay. Mm-hmm. Now, Billy needed a favor from this guy. I forgot his name. Didn't write it down. He basically needed the gay man to take one for the team. For some water. So the gay guy was willing and able to get on his knees and suck off whoever he had to suck off to get water. This is the dumbest shit. <laughs> it's, yo, how do you think everybody felt watching it? Forget anything else. It's just like, who, how can you, first off, he said he's never done anything like this. So how does Billy have the goal to just act some rant? Like, hey, listen, I need you to, listen, we know that you are gay and we need you to do us a favor. Why? Like, but he didn't do it because only because the people that he needed to get the water from didn't want it. It's like, bro, we, I don't want that from you. What the? <laughs> but, he God, said, crazy. but he said he went home, showered, got mentally prepared. And he was ready to he was ready to get on his knees how, and handle. How, how different would the story be if it was a woman that he said that? It would be the same. I'm glad you brought that up because it's, it won't be. The, it wouldn't be it's, the same. It's though. funny and intriguing and not really. Well, it's funny. And intriguing because, once again, it was a gay man that did it. But, boy, if that was a woman. If that was, like, a woman and he told her to do that, the whole story changed. Yeah. That's some... I like, there's no way in hell they would have put that in a documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's the same thing. He was violated the same way. Like, where, I know. where, where, where is yeah. your mind? We're not it's ready. Like, I don't think we're ready for that yet because he told the story. And he... And I even read up... He did it. Well, he he was going to do it. Yeah, he was going to do it. Oh, I thought he actually did it. No, 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 no. He didn't do it. it. They didn't want it. He was prepared to do it. He went home, showered, got mentally prepared, and was ready to go handle business. When you say mentally prepared, I want (laughs) to... How do you mentally prepare this? I brush my teeth. Yeah. I comb my hair. He got ready. And I shaved my face. You would know that... More than Ooh, you're trying to <laughs> play me. I know, but but I've never done it for no water. Go ahead. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. I hope but the not. thing is, um, he he's not on social media, so I hear that he's hearing the backlash. He's just like, bro, I didn't think that it would have this type of effect on y'all. Like, it's 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 no big deal. You suck a dick for water? Yeah. He was just like, bro, I it's heard a big deal. He was just like, I heard I went viral. I don't know what the, but whatever. I only brought that up because that was a major part in the documentary, but watch it. I decided to watch a documentary after that. And that documentary was called Abducted in Plain Sight. Listen to me now. I am about to say, I don't know Ooh. that one. I'm going to put them together. You because were yourself when you was watching all of this? I was, actually, you. I was actually watching them at work because I needed oh, time. Why don't you should have on yourself, man? All right. Hey, listen. Tom, I ain't no snitch. Tom Flies, were you watching Netflix? <laughs> I, mean, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> I needed something to watch. Yeah, I on, see. That was on your lunch break, wasn't it? it yes, was yes, break. yes. Was. All yeah, week I used 30 minutes apiece to watch these documentaries. Because lunch was trash. Throw some abductee stuff. I watched a documentary called Abducted in Plain. Sight. 
this fuckwad named Robert Birchhold. Birchhold. Yeah, trust me. Fuck listen, wild? listen, listen. God this is fuckwad. That's aggressive. Listen, he kidnapped. Listen, he kidnapped the same girl twice. Yeah, Dude, look at y'all face. Look at y'all face. He's so mad. I'm like you again. <laughs> but let me tell you how he did it. How does that happen? Let me let me tell you how he did it. I'm like I don't mean to. This is wow. It's not funny. Once when she was 12, and then again when she was 14. What the fuck? Listen, he was the neighbor. She's white. All of them white. Okay. <laughs> he was the neighbor. He got in good with the family, the husband and wife. So here's the kicker. The couple has been married for 13 years, but the husband wasn't being affectionate with his wife, right? Okay. So one day, the wife decided to go over to Robert's house, who is, you know, the, the fuckwad, mm-hmm. the neighbor. And because, you know, he's a good guy. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick it with him. They got to touching and feeling on each other. And that's when the wife admitted that it felt good to feel wanted. That's how, that's how I put it together. Did she the ask husband. For water? I hope she didn't ask for water. water. Okay. She probably got water. <laughs> she probably needed water. for that water. So, <laughs> so that's how I figured that they weren't affectionate at home because she just was like, you know, she'd been married for 13 years. It felt good to, to be, to feel affectionate, right? Fast forward. She wound up leaving. She didn't want to go further because she still loved the husband. Fast forward, right? Robert and Mr. Broberg, I call him that. I think that's his name. So the fuckwad and Mr. Broberg, now the husband, they're driving. And Rob sparks a conversation about how he's unhappy with his wife. And he needed to be sexually released. So he asked the dad to release him. What? And the dad released him. What? Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait, release him how? Again. Say that again. Okay. I'm confused. Okay. Yeah, you're talking normal yeah. shit. Like, you're, like, you're just going, carrying on with <laughs> conversation. All right. All right. All right. Slow that down. Slow Fast that down. forward a bit. Okay. Robert and Mr. Broberg, who's the husband, the they went groups. driving. They went driving. Yep. Now the wife is gone. They're neighbors. They're neighbors. Two grown ass men. Two grown ass men. Okay. And Robert sparked a conversation about how he's unhappy with his wife. Okay. He needed to be sexually released, and he asked the dad, who is Mr. Broberg, what? the husband and the father of the girl abducted. He asked the father, the husband, can he release him? The father gave him a hand job. What? Why? This is his story. This is his story. <laughs> okay, okay. As tears rolled down his eyes, because he's telling his story. This is a documentary. The wife tells her side. The husband tells her side. The husband is just, with tears rolling down his eyes, he just said he felt, he said, I don't know why I did it. What? Hands, hands in the air like this. He said, I don't know why I did it. But he started crying once he realized that he committed infidelity like, on his wife. I don't know why you did it. I'm just telling you what the father said. And I said that, and like I said, these two documentaries I'm watching, it's just like, wow. I'm like, y'all are doing some wild stuff. Yeah, father, like, father he was just, full of shit. He knew why he He fucking the whole family. No, it's crazy. You didn't get to the uh, kidnapped girl. I, yeah. didn't get to the, I didn't get to the kidnapped girl because <laughs> I wanted to show y'all how he got the parents to let their guards down. So it, <laughs> it never came up that the dad was gay. So that's the thing. It was just he was married. But nobody never, for the rest of the documentary, it, it, it was never mentioned that the father was gay. So if that's the case, if you're gay, I can understand two men. But if you're just buddies, and you're just like, hey, man, my wife ain't getting it done at home. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I have you. Nah, nah. Flung, flung, nah. flung, flung, nah, flung. I, I'm not going to lie. Me and my niggas never had that conversation. Exactly. No, I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> it just doesn't happen that way. We do not converse that way. I'm sorry. So so make a long story short about that. Now he's coming over the house. Why? Because the mother and the father got their guard down. They're not worried about somebody coming to mm-hmm. violate mm-hmm. their okay. children. 
So they both got feelings for this guy. So make a long story short about that, they started calling him uncle or dad or something. Like he just, he just became friends with the family. Yeah. So he asked, could he take the toy to roll on, you know, somewhere to, uh, let's say golf, because I can't remember. Mom and dad said, sure, why not? They never came back. What? He penetrated her a little bit. <gasps> yeah, he penetrated, penetrated her. Um, he had her believing in aliens. And if she didn't carry out the mission, they would kill her mother, dad, and sister. Oh, my God. So when she woke up, there was a tape recorder playing from aliens saying that she needed to do this. So when she woke up, she seen the fuckwad next room. And she was just like, well, I must have sex with him to complete this mission. So that's how they came interactive. Oh, my God. She was 12. And when they caught them, he told her, you can't tell nobody about this. We must complete the mission. So... When um, your parents ask you, you tell them I didn't do nothing. So because he only slightly penetrated her, when the doctors did a test on her, mm-hmm. nothing was out of place. Mm. So when she said he didn't do nothing, they had to believe him, which uh, fast forward to the second time. The dad didn't want to go forward with anything because it would expose his homosexuality. Wow. And nothing was out of place with the daughter. So they say, okay, well allow you to come back around he so the mother so now he's home mm-hmm. now the mother's like hey you leave my daughter alone he called him on called him on the phone and he's just like if you come over i'll explain to you what happened she comes over and he says i never wanted your daughter i wanted you the mother and him wound up having an affair for like a year what <laughs> what the this guy. So basically, I, he, yo, so basically, he maneuvered himself in to get her twice. I'm not going to finish it. Y'all got to watch this, yo, man. man. It's I called, ain't come over here to talk about this shit. It's no. called Abducted in Plain <laughs> Sight. You know yo, what? This is dumb, I man. want you to take lunch at work. And I want Stop you. Shit, <laughs> no, but it's crazy, though. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because strange shit like that be happening in people's lives. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You got to be careful about your damn kids. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, like, even with women who, who date men and, you know, oh, I'm going to run to the grocery store real quick. No, don't leave your child yeah, with your, somebody yeah, you don't that know. Dude basically, fuck the parents and the daughter. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I, I said it's he crazy. Fuck the whole family. Like that's crazy. Like he and they're all crazy, like in though. a web of like they're all like okay, one's got aliens, one's homosexual, and doesn't want to know. The other one's feeling neglected. Like they need like they need to come together. They never sat down and had a conversation at all at a dinner table. That probably would have relieved a lot of this. Unnecessary well, shit. Well, once again, the husband wasn't up for conversation about it. He just was like trying to divorce the wife because she was cheating. He ain't would never tell her that what he Damn. did. He just was like, "Oh, you sleeping?" But you and know, that's why he was neglecting her because deep down inside, right, he wanted some peace. He 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 wanted to play for the team, but yeah. he was neglecting her, so she wanted some type of affection. But basically, back then there was no such thing as serial kidnappers, serial murders. Mm. So when these things was happening, it's just like now, if it's us now, no, my kids. Yeah, what was this? 70s, 60s, 70s. No, there was a lot of that happening. It just wasn't talked about. It wasn't known. Like the in these towns, they'll tell you that. Oh man, nobody got killed around here. Nothing happened like that. And then when something happens, it's like. But today, if anybody strange comes around our children or whatever, we just like, yo, where you at? I don't want you around. None of that. You got to question them. Yeah, Yeah. you got to question them because our children. You can't get mad at the twelve year old for believing like, oh, okay, the aliens. And I mean, they're they're. The children are impressionable. So that's she really honestly thought that. And right. this crazy man is just chilling in their house. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. That's so bizarre to me. Like, yeah. no. 
No, I, and I'm like, how stupid are you to even think about? Like, and I the, wish somebody fucking would wife, come in. The wife smashed after she found out what he did with <gasps> yeah. the daughter. But once again, she didn't. The daughter denied it, and the doctor confirmed that there was no real penetration, even though he took, only penetrated a little. You took my daughter, and you didn't come back. Yeah, I don't care. You like, could. You don't have to penetrate her not to have touched her breast or her butt or her or handled her inappropriately. I don't have to know that you penetrated her for me to say, okay, she's been violated. Well, like, it's a small town, and nobody wants to be the butt of jokes. You gotta, you gotta look at it, look at it like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's right, but these are the things that they're thinking. It's a small town. I don't want people to know that this happened. So because my daughter is okay, we're going to keep this under wraps. That was their thinking. Yeah, don't watch any more of those documentaries. Yeah, watch the show that I'm, I'm watching. about positive vibes, man. I ain't come over here to talk about this shit. <laughs> no, this is crazy. Listen, that's I've been a, talking for a, a minute. Life. I ain't going to tell you about the Ted Bundy docu I watched. But anyways. Oh, Ted Bundy, yeah, actually, he's crazy. I actually want to see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, too. Too. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. I want to see that one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, I watched it. It's a little bit more interesting. He had heads in the freezer and shit. They yeah. didn't go that deep with it, though. They didn't go that deep. No, no. It's just about him and his trial and him escaping. And I didn't want to watch it because need to start I was football, I was mad. No, 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 no. <laughs> you but ain't no football, football on. Ain't no football on during uh, lunchtime at, at work. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. My bad. I forgot this is only at a it's half lunchtime, hour. Lunchtime, Jarrell. You know, I'm not. I'm not, listen, I'm not watching these. I'm not watching these documentaries at home. But oh, yeah. I, I kind of okay. like documentaries like that. Those those like dark documentaries. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I didn't put these documentaries on for that. They just happened to be in them. When it says abducting, who knew that the dad and the mother? You kind of know what the Ted Bundy joint was going to be about, man. But it wasn't I mean, about <laughs> what Jovi was saying. Yeah. It was oh, more yeah, about okay. his trial, oh, about how he escaped. Okay. And all in, like, how they celebrated his electric chair, things like that. It wasn't, it wasn't really yeah, into, I that. I it wasn't that. really into what he did with the women. Mm-hmm. So, but these other documentaries, okay, how did you kidnap her twice? Now, when they go into further detail about it, I just get surprised. I didn't turn it on because I knew it was that crazy. The, yeah, the, the fire festival I turned on because Ja Rule was in it. I didn't know my man yeah. was. I heard they got one for um, Hulu. Hulu. Too. I like yeah, Netflix I better though. You saw the one on? Yeah. I saw them both. Just so I can. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got. I There's got, two different documentaries. Yeah. Two different documentaries. That's wow. how big it was. They it both was, was working on it at the same time. So what he do with the money? Okay. There is. There was never no money. Yeah, dude in jail now. Like he in he, jail. Like he got, he, Billy he got, is in he jail. Arrested. Like he's done. He just kept loaning and loaning and loaning, <laughs> and everybody wanted their money back. It's there's no money. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I don't tricked off on that. <laughs> yeah, he, matter of fact, he didn't even get that much time for what he did. Yeah, that's so crazy. I know I went long, man, but that was my week, man. I, I just watched a lot your of documentaries. Week was crazy, yeah, man. man. I did. Yeah, yeah, that was just your week. Yeah, we I thought week, we was. Man. I thought we was well into the show. Nah, man. We talked about kidnapping. 12 year old. <laughs> hey, we're all parents. Yeah, so we that's know. You're right. that's this is this true. is like, yo, I'm glad I'm not from back in that era. And my yes. daughter think I be bugging when I tell her she can't go to such and such house. Like, my daughter was at a friend's house one day. She texted me. She's like, I'm at such and such house. I'm like, who? It's a house up the street. And I'm like, nah, go home. Yeah, she like, she like, know who it she was? like, no, I do know. So here's the thing. It's not that I don't know who's in the house, but I know who goes in and out that house. And I don't know them. You understand? Okay. Mm. So, yeah. I know who he is. If I see him out and about, he buy drinks, whatever we cool. Been around that area for years. We know each other by face and by name, whatever. But I know who also hangs around that house. Okay. So you just over there chilling? No. Yeah. Go home. Come and, that, home. and that's if you really need an explanation in the first place. Right. Now, these I are things. Need, I didn't I tell like her I that. Give one. No, no, no. Did I tell her that? I said. I don't know what I told her, but at the end of the day, she she told me where she was at. I just told her to go home. Now go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that's right. No, you didn't do nothing did. wrong, but no, go home. 
Yeah. So only be you know what I'm saying? This was before the documentaries. <laughs> Could you imagine after if you don't get your fucking ass? This is before the documentaries. You You want to get kidnapped twice? (laughs) It's like, Dad, what are you talking about? At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Y'all just recorded your 10th episode of Social Gibberish. Um, okay, so tell us about social gibberish. How'd y'all come up with the name? What does it mean? Well, social gibberish, well, me and Jarrell was actually, you know, throwing ideas around. He he had most of the ideas. He had, he thought about social something. It was social, and then he thought, oh, and then I thought about gibberish. I was like, well, why don't you just put social and gibberish together? That, that sounds, it's like, you know what? I actually like that. We actually had a podcast called Three Shades Dope. We lost a member in that. Then we came to Social Gibberish, and that's basically where it developed. It's the same vibe. We have a new member, Joel, mm. and he compliments Social Gibberish very well. Mm. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. And this is your 10th episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. To, to, to be honest, and I and I even talked talk to Jarrell about this last week, I was just like, not every podcast makes it to 10 episodes. Mm. So that this 10th episode, it was like something to pat yourselves on the back for, man. So let me get that to y'all real thank quick, you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I told you about my calls being hired. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ten episodes is a lot, especially when it's not just you. It's other people. It's yeah, man. Are the other members of the show as passionate as you are? And some travel further than others. Mm-hmm. Jovi, I think you live the furthest. Yeah, I live in the Northeast, Philly. Okay, okay. And and y'all come all the way to the Starbucks in downtown Trenton. Mm-hmm. To um, record this podcast, ten episodes straight, and y'all also had another one. Um, it was called Three Shades Dope. Mm-hmm. How many episodes was that? Thirty-two. Oh. Thirty-two. Yep. Yeah, we yeah, were in the thirties. So yeah. y'all, well, okay. So wait a minute. I just thought about something. Y'all, you two are almost at a year. Yeah. yeah. When did y'all start? February what now? February something. It, it was, was February something. something but yeah. when was it? I got check. I don't know. Y'all exactly. gotta have, and I know that y'all like switch podcasts, yeah. but y'all have to do something for yourselves. To celebrate a year because y'all have been doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. and that needs to be um, acknowledged. Do you, you think so? A, a year, bro. It's a year. <laughs> it's a year. Well, no, know. that's true because even when you look on um, iTunes, sometimes when you're trying to figure out names and you want to know if a certain if there's already a podcast popping us like that, we we saw a podcast that only came out with like maybe two episodes. Right, uh, people. I just, I just I, checked our first episode. Was February debuted, uh, February fourth. So this is oh, your wow. anniversary year. This is your anniversary episode, technically. I did not know that. This is so... Your it's tenth, the fourth to this... Huh? It's, the, it's the what? It's the something. Yeah. Your 10th episode is actually your year anniversary oh, for wow. yeah. YouTube. Oh, wow. Look at us, Jarrell. High five. High five. High five. Oh, look at y'all. Look okay. at y'all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, dope, man. No, it's totally dope. And I really like <clears throat> to speak on our show just a little bit, if y'all don't know. I really do like our vibe. Like, we all vibe well together. Um, we can carry on conversations with no break. We just, we're very, um, I guess, in tune with each other. Like, our chemistry works very well. And that's something to be said because, you know, we lost a member. We introduced a member. And to keep that same kind of energy, that was like, I guess we were really lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, we're extremely funny. We come from all different types of backgrounds um joel you know i don't i don't want to push the scenario that he's a gay guy but he he talks about the gay culture and that's not something we have any information on but some of our listeners may be from that background you know what i mean i'm a single mom i could talk about that 
you know, I hate my baby dad, so I can connect with <laughs> I can connect with people that hate their baby dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then Jarrell, Jarrell, I think is um, hilarious. He's a married, you, you know, individual who got kids and you know a family man or whatever, and he's also extremely funny. So it just it all works. So one of the questions that I was going to ask is, what do you guys bring to the podcast? I think you just might have answered that. Yeah, that was it, man. But I'm pretty much a funny family guy. Okay, okay. So Jarrell, <laughs> Jarrell is the family funny guy. Yeah. Jovi is the single biracial. I hate my baby dad. Mm-hmm. Mom. Yeah. No, that's fine. I like that. And Joel is the young because he's still 29. He's still in his 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joel is the young, the one that still parties. Yes. Gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, single, mm-hmm. his perspective, minority, minority in that Latina. perspective, like Latino. I, I got him by ten years. I actually turned forty this year, and Joel turns thirty. So, listening mm-hmm. to your show, dynamic right there is a little weird. Listening <laughs> to your show, I heard him say he's going to turn thirty this year. How does that make you feel? Because you feel crazy. Because I'm sitting here on some. I'll be thirty six this year, and it just dawned on me. I'm about to be forty. Yeah, man. Yeah, forty. Yes. And I and, and you got this young whippersnapper like exactly. I'm about to be thirty. Thinking like, he knows something. Thinking you know, know. <laughs> nothing. I turned thirty. 37 January 14th and I'm like I'm looking in the mirror and all kinds of things are dropping I'm like oh gosh <laughs> like yeah, this is really happening it's, it's I'm grown, really getting old you know, I mean it's grown adult time now I'm saying Joel isn't that at that stage yet. like mm-hmm. he shouldn't be you know what I'm saying right. so like what's about to turn 30 what's the difference between Jarrell when he's podcasting and not podcasting and Jovi when she's podcasting and not podcasting I'll give you an example this morning I woke up, I felt like crap. No energy, didn't feel like doing anything. But just when I but when I got here, honestly, when I started driving here, I felt my energy go up. Mm-hmm. So on the podcast, there is a different type of energy when I'm doing this. And from when I'm home, when I'm home, I'm more laid back. Mm-hmm. I can be laid back in so many different elements. But in here, I think I know I need to turn up because I need to project yeah. energy on the show. That's funny you. that you so, said that because I noticed that about you. Yeah. And then when the show is over, it's just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're so calm and collective. And then I'm seeing you in this light. And you're That's totally different. different than how you are when you hit record. <laughs> You're mad, laid back, like, uh, hey, and you know, flaw, ah, ah, ah. Right, right. <laughs> I could be, I could be dead like, in the water. Next thing you know it. Ah. Right. But, yo, when we used to record on Friday nights and I used to wait for people to come through, I really used to be slumped on the couch, like, oh, and then when people come down, all right, it's turn up time. <laughs> and I'm glad that I can do that because I don't want that slouch energy to come through on the microphone. So, mm-hmm. Back to the question I asked you guys. So, what's the difference between y'all when y'all record and when you're not recording, if there is? Personally, with me, I'm I'm kind of like how you are, a lot because I'm an introvert anyway, like naturally. So, and I'm a loner, mm-hmm. even though I am married to have two children or whatever. But you know, usually I'm in the house. I don't go out much. Um, I stay to myself. I'm quiet. But once the microphone is turned on, I'm a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I okay. Agree. I don't know why. Like it's just the outside Jarrell comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different, but it's all maybe it has also to do with you've been doing this for a year with us too, like yeah, that, that, that could be it too. I'm a whole lot more comfortable on the mic because yeah. I was actually on the podcast brothers podcast. Uh, when was it? I forgot it was what like episode, episode it was. fifty something. Fifty something. So it was like it's September 2017. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been. I that was the first time I, I ever was on a microphone before. So if you actually listen to that episode, you know, go back to the podcast, brothers, episode 50-something, go to that and see how I sounded then compared to now. It's completely different. Yeah, completely. Even I sound like a completely different person. first episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, me, 
I'm outlandish all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm not I don't put myself out there a lot either because I am a homebody as well. Um so I'm not in the scene. I don't frequent any scenes. I'm pretty much a homebody. Um but my personality and I'm very much I'm a the most funniest, serious, outgoing person you'll probably meet because when I'm by myself I'm very serious, relaxed, laid back. But um when I'm around people, this is the personality you see on here is pretty much how I am. I'm like this at work. I'm like this on my podcast. I'm like this on yeah. your podcast. I'm actually a little bit more reserved on this because a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because I can get loud in this bitch, and I'm trying to be, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be a lady. Jovi and, and I, I don't know you, podcast, uh, podcast brothers audience like that. We're, we're Thank both, you. I, I say one of the things that me and Jovi like the chemistry is real good when it comes to podcasts, whatever. Because we're both like walking contradictions of each other. Yeah, yeah. Like when the when the microphones are off, our conversations are completely different than yeah. they are when the microphones are on. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Absolutely. We could talk. We cannot talk for a week and then get on the mic and, exactly. uh, and it just picks up. That's what we usually do. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's pretty dope because then you have some people who will complain about man. I haven't heard from you all week, man. It's like how y'all want to do a show and y'all come, y'all don't talk to me on Wednesday. Like you'll you'll get people like that who needs to yeah, have those, everyday interaction. Got to be people with no families and who are, stuff yeah. Like who got a life like that to be checking in? I could barely okay. talk to my keep mama up with my damn day. kids. <laughs> I could barely but keep up with my kids. There's some people though. Who will say, how can we have a show if you won't talk to me on Tuesday type of vibe? This just is what it is. But that's dope that y'all don't have to talk yeah. for six days out of the week and then come Sunday when time to record. It's like I just seen you yesterday. Yeah, if it's like that, y'all don't need to have a show. Yeah, yeah like I don't need to keep tabs on you on Tuesday. Like I get like that with my with somebody I'm into. No, no. My nigga better check up on me on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, that's a little, that, that, okay. That's if you coming over, that's definitely a difference. Yeah. If you coming over Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, you need to talk to me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. How dare you just come over Friday? Who do you think you are? <laughs> you can't just pop up every yeah. Friday. But y'all two motherfuckers, okay. I'll see y'all when I see. I'll see y'all motherfuckers when I see y'all. Okay. So, what do you personally look to accomplish with podcasting? Like, what's like? What's your personal goal? What do you get out of this? Uh, I like talking. I like um, I'm a little quirky, a little offbeat. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, my my thought process is all over the place. But I think people generally enjoy my personality, and I like to. I like to. I guess this is my since I don't get out. This is my only outlet. This is my way mm-hmm. of expressing myself, and so I'm able to express myself and still take my ass home. <laughs> you know what I mean, and and be and and be cool. So I, that's what I enjoy about podcasting. I could come in here, talk my shit, y'all listen to it, and I and leave. Go home. <laughs> what about you? I'm pretty much the same way, man. I pretty much come in here, be a family man, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Come in here on Sunday mornings, talk my shit, and leave. Mm-hmm. You know that's crazy with podcasts, and I guess the reason why there are so many podcasters because it's very easy. Yeah. And to where, like, there's actually a platform now that people can get knowledge and become creators and actually can provide for their families just by talking. Yep. Just by having a simple conversation, man. Like, just talk. Imagine if I just told y'all about that, uh, this, uh, the documentaries that I watched um, just randomly somewhere else. 
mm-hmm. and now we've recorded them. And who knows? It might people might be like, "Oh my God, I watched that! It was mm-hmm. crazy documentary." And people can interact with you all across the United States and across the mm-hmm. world. Just a difference. Yeah. If you if you already just talk with your friends and family, that's how the podcast brother started. You're making it sound easy because just because you have a mic and a recording machine doesn't mean that you're meant for podcasting. Some people just don't have that chemistry. Some people can't carry a show. And people, some people are just yeah, not that damn true. interesting. Well, no. Well, what I was saying was what I was about to say is just like how the podcast brother started. We just had wild conversations mm-hmm. just when there's no microphones on. So imagine mm. if you just turned the microphones on. Oh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Just because you have good conversations doesn't mean you have good structure. And that's where studying comes from. I still do study. I still want to know how long is too long for a podcast. Is it 60 minutes? Perfect spot. It's 90 minutes, the sweet spot. We ain't Joe Button. We can't. Everybody can't do three hour podcasts. Yeah, mm-hmm. They do three hours. But then when you listen to it, it goes by quick because they'll seg their segments be about sixty minutes. Like they're they're long winded with their topics. Mm -hmm. If your topics are ten, fifteen minutes a piece, I wouldn't recommend you doing three hours because you done touched on so many random things. Mm -hmm. Like they'll have three hour podcast episodes but have like four topics. Yeah. Because the 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 audience is so big that they 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 could get away with that. Mm -hmm. We can't get away with that. Right. Ain't nobody trying to listen to us for three hours. Because you're new. So people want to know if they like you. Yeah, Once they love you, you can throw it on whatever. Just don't throw them nothing short. Like, yeah. I've seen people tweet Joe Button like, yo, bro, why are you giving me a 90-minute episode? We yeah. need two, three hours. Yep. But then it'll be us, and they'll be like, yo. That shit was too long. This is too long. <laughs> yeah. So just because you're good at talking does not mean that you're good at structure. And that's where yep. I try to help people out and say, hey, you might need a segment or you might need to calm down on this topic. And that's where people need to help each other out. Mm-hmm. So, no, I totally agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. But just like you said, just because you're a good talker, I mean, you're good at podcasting because you might be so long winded. People are like, all right, bro, I don't want to hear this no more. You talk too much. The first five minutes was good, but now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's, oh, man, Netflix got a new abduction documentary. I think I'll just <laughs> click off of this shit and watch that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you could send a message to yourself 10 years ago, what would you tell the younger you? Bitch, why didn't you tell me? That's probably what I tell my own younger me. <laughs> so, okay, if I could send a message to myself 10 years, to my younger self, um, it would be set boundaries, um, stay focused, um, and and go after your goals. That mm-hmm. would be the three most important things. Oh, and um, treat your credit with respect. <laughs> respect your credit. <laughs> respect your credit, bitch. Because <laughs> you ain't got shit now because you didn't do it now. <laughs> respect your credit, bitch. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's one of the realest things ever, bro. Respect your fucking credit. Man. Respect your credit. Yes. That's why you ain't got shit and now. And stay away from that baby dad at that job. Don't work there. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Uh, with me, I think my whole thing is don't be afraid of failure. Mm. Mm, that was my only thing. Preach. Like when you when you have hopes and dreams or anything like that, sometimes I was the type of person that I was just afraid to fail. Mm, yes. Or in that case, maybe I would have started a podcast ten years ago mm, because they was, that's when they that. were starting pop to pop mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. I never got wanted to get into that because I didn't think I could. Mm. Just because I was, you know, afraid of failing. Wow. That speaks that speaks volumes. So that stagnated you know, me a lot too. It would have been a little different if I was just like Joel, how he is about to be thirty. I would have been about to be thirty. Mm. So he's doing what I'm doing now. Ten years is a ten year difference. But yeah. it's crazy because it's, you can only do it whenever you're ready. Yep. yep. Might not have been ready for it ten years ago. Exactly. Or I'm ready for it now. 
That was it? Yeah, that was it. I would say for me, I would just say stay strong. Because I thought about this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we always go, and I'm not throwing a shot at you, Jovi. Oh, turn his fucking mic off. I'm sick of him. <laughs> but sometimes we go into the mode where if I was ten, if I could send a message to my 10 uh, younger self, I would tell myself not to deal with this person and do that. But then that leads to the thought of, well, who would I be with? It might be worse. Yeah, I got you. Like, I might have not, okay, don't deal with that person. And then the person that replaces that person might lead to something else worse. So I'll just tell myself, stay strong. Appreciate the path that you're on because everything that we're going through is for a reason. Everything. People we meet, the people that we interact with, have kids with, have families with, everything is for a reason. And if I was to say, I wish I never met this and that person, that leaves the door open for somebody else. And yeah, you would have never had the kids that you have now. The kids that I have? Uh, you know, I would have had kids, though. You would have had I would have never known them. It's just been no different. That's all. I would have never known them niggas. <laughs> First now, he still would have been half me. You know what I'm saying? That's all that matters. Either way, it would have been mine. Yeah, I would have had kids. I would have loved them. <laughs> half me. That's all. I didn't mean his personality be Now, you still would have like had that. kids. You still would have had kids, but what if the baby dad was worse? You see what I'm saying? I don't think so. Because the, the steps. <laughs> yes, I have to disagree <laughs> with you. That bad. Okay. I don't think so. Who's that bad? Nope. Cause I, the the three tips that I gave myself before that would have put me on the right path. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yo, he, he must have been terrible. Oh, the okay. devil himself. I just met Satan. I'm like, hey Satan. Okay. Well, yeah, I can't I can't knock you for wanting to dodge Satan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so random question that I had. In the Facebook group Shout out to the uh, Podcast Brothers Facebook group And I asked a question It got a lot of responses And that question is How Do you find your peace mm. I'll go first with this man My number one vice man Is the gym And I thought about that man It's just like I like waking up Well I don't like waking up But I get up at 4 in the morning And get myself ready For the gym at 5 And after the gym I go to work But I think that Going to the gym Early in the morning Sets off my day mm. And I realized that sometimes I'm in the gym bench pressing more than what I should be bench pressing because I think of something that pisses me off. Mm. And I get the strength and I just be like, fuck that. Fuck you. And I just, I go harder than what I should be going. And it feels great to let it out in that way. So if I was not going to the gym in the morning, I think that um, I don't know what I'd be doing because, you know, I, and I, I started doing that just because I didn't feel like going to the gym after work. Sometimes you just want to come home and relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when I started doing it, I started to realize, oh, this is great mm-hmm. for more than just the physical, for the mental. Everything that bothered me the day before or the week before, and I just let slide because, okay, maybe I can't express to you, and this might not come off right, but I can't express to you my displeasure and what you said it did, so I'm just going to relax on it. But when I go to the gym, I'm going to throw around some weights. I'm going to scream. I'm going to let it out, and I'm going to be good. Yeah, but I know your T-shirts are pissed off at you because this one's barely <laughs> going across your arm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so calm the fuck down or buy some bigger T-shirts if you're going to keep doing that shit. T-shirts. Your like, t-shirt. I hope he wasn't this mad, man. <laughs> Goddamn. Jeez. The thread's about to pop. stretching the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, I hope he don't wear me to, uh, on yeah, Monday. Oh, shit. He coming for me. He coming for me. Nike shirts like, please don't wear me on arm day. Please don't. Please, please don't, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. This smooch can't stretch that hard. <laughs> <laughs> the swoosh. That's definitely going to be the name of the episode. The swoosh. Can't stretch that long. Uh, so that's what that's your podcasting. Piece. Podcasting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, Pac- I'm away. Podcasting is your piece? It's peace. 
Because I'm away from you. the world, really. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm in here, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I get a phone call that there's an emergency happening, I got to stop what I'm doing and leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm a father. You know what I'm saying? I'm a parent. Of course. But fortunately for me, I haven't had those situations while I've been recording. So, yeah, this is peace for me. Why wouldn't it be peace? You don't think it's peace? Um, Yeah, it's just not mine. But, well, because you're not really... Because once you leave here, it's back to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In here, honestly, in here, it's just like, for for me, you got to figure, I'm in here from 12 to 3.30. So I get three and a half hours of nobody bothering me. They're respecting mm-hmm. my time, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it depends on what your life is after you leave here. I'm not saying my life is hectic, but you're back to, <laughs> hey, when your phone rang, make it happen, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just so, I got you. You're back on the clock. And taking advantage of my downtime. So when there's nobody around, relax. Enjoy your time. You know what I'm saying? It's like go hard for everything that you're doing, no matter mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And when you get the opportunity, take advantage of it. Even if that's just watching Netflix or playing the PS4 mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, taking a nap. So, I, I, That's cool. That's You rejuvenating yourself. I feel that totally. Jarrell, what's your piece? Uh, music, probably. Mm-hmm. One. I listen to a lot mm-hmm. of music. Like twenty four seven, even like. Fortunately, the type of job that I have, I can actually listen with my headphones on mm-hmm. all day. So when I'm at work and I actually work a lot, so say if I'm working like twelve hours, most of that I'm listening to music and podcasts. So hmm. basically, that that's what it is. Their pieces, music. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with that. Um, I love music but vibe music so I like listening to her and I like listening to um, just those kind of smooth vibes somebody similar to her like I love I love listening to that it'll take me to a whole nother world so um, the bathtub love hot baths that's like my piece um, in my bedroom like creative being yeah. creative is my source of peace yeah, so yeah, whether that. I'm podcasting whether I'm I don't know writing or you know whatever the case is just where I'm expressing myself um, and like you know letting go that's my piece when I'm able to I definitely got to disagree with y'all with the music thing and if that's your piece that's your piece but mm-hmm. I actually wrote down something so I won't forget Okay. But I remember music, you know what I mean? Music is no longer my go-to because music used to make things worse. And that might have just been the music that I chose. Why is that? Might have been the music I chose. Like, I remember being like 12, 13, maybe 14. But I was in middle school, so whatever age that was, listening to After 7, Till You Do Me Right. Yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like, why am I listening to that? Like, like <laughs> I, I was like that, too. I yeah, but old, it didn't make you... That's, that music didn't make you feel good, though. It make you feel worse. Not it did. Really. Oh, Maybe man. Maybe listen to Khalees. I... Khalees wasn't out back then. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little different because like, when growing up, I kind of I wanted to be a music producer. Yeah, mm. and I, you know, I played different instruments, so I listen to music a little differently than people. Mm-hmm. I don't just listen to it because of the mood I'm in. Like I'm actually technically listening to stuff musically. Well, so that's definitely the like, difference. That's, that's so that's a difference for me. But I was listening to music when they were just like, "Why did you break my heart?" <laughs> and I'm sitting there listening to it like. So and then I, I used to actually think music was the thing, and either music, either you listen to a song that relates to you, so it doesn't help you. So if you listen to a song like "Yeah, it you does. broke my heart," so f you, that's not helping you. It's just it's that's the song that you chose to put on. This is how much of a music nerd I am. Like while you're listening to that, and all you can hear is the lyrics, I'm listening to like the, what chords they played in the background and shit. 
Oh, you know yeah, you're being like, technical. I'm listening to like beats yeah. and the chords that they play on the piano, and it's the bass line too heavy for that song. But like, sometimes, I, like, I, like I'm a nerd when it comes to shit like that. Oh, y'all mix that trash. Yeah, yeah. Like, the mixer of that song should be fire. What? Like I could, I could tell who mixed what when it comes to certain stuff when it comes to music. Oh yeah, you got an ear for it. So. But what you're saying is uh, sometimes music is a way to release pain. So people try to too, do too much to bury it and kind of swish it under the rug and music kind of helps you relieve it. Like, yes, I do feel this way. Yes, I do feel like crying. And that should be your source of healing. And if you're just okay with shoving things, you're going to explode either way. For me, when I listen to music, I'm telling you, it made it worse. Like, yeah. it, it was a it's a vibe because once you listen to that, that tempo, that type of Music, it puts you, you become that tempo. So if it's a slow tempo song and it's about whining and crying, you get into that zone. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to hear no up tempo. I want to hear this because I've just been programmed that this is the sweet spot. That's that's the only thing that I don't, I don't, I don't, that doesn't happen to me. It happened to me. Like Like I say, music changes y'all mood and stuff. It doesn't change. Some girl, some girl didn't like me and the song came on and woof. <laughs> the song made, the, the song made it worse. The song made it worse. Almost killed yourself. Every time, every time you hear that shit, now you start crying. It just takes me back to where I yeah. was doing. Like it's a good song. Like uh, uh, baby, like after seven, till you do me right. I'm like I had no business listening to that. At that <laughs> you scared the shit out of you. All right, man. I had no business listening to that. Yeah. I don't know what I could have been listening to, and at at four. I had to be like 12, 13. Honestly, like, what am I doing listening to that? Why didn't she want you See, to? I never told her that I wanted her. That's the uh, thing. Oh, okay. She just, I, I just seen it with somebody else. Baby, come back. what type of person you are, man. I'm like, I'm growing up eight years old listening to Anita Baker and shit. Oh, no. Okay, okay but like, I'm listening to But does Anita stuff. Baker have that type of vibe to get you in your feelings? Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you need to listen to Anita Baker. No one in the world could move me. That ain't the words. No, because I'm he, trying to figure out what 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 does she say? If saying? he does, it's gonna deflate his yeah. muscles. Like like, ba- <laughs> you don't, like if you don't want to be in that. All right, room, all right, all right. Break. Picture this, baby face. Where will you go? Why was I listening to that? Because he's the shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, see? Why am I listening to Babyface, Where Will You Go? And who's going to love you like Maybe I do? You thought it was a dope song. It put me in a sadder mood. I'm telling you. <laughs> Babyface, Where Will You Go? Your sad ass needs to start listening to Bow Wows and shit like that. Man. Like, start listening to stuff that up-tempo shit. Man. Stop what listening to Bow Wow shit. shit? you going to be sad, start listening Bow to Bow like- Wow wasn't out. Well, damn. He had to have been out. I was 12, <laughs> not Bow Wow. Bow Wow was like, I'm older what than Bow Wow. Yeah, that's true. He was 12. What, was, what year? What, what year is that? What year did, like, we talk, what, Bow Wow or me? You. When man. you were 12, how old were you? What year was it? I don't recall. 90. Like, yeah. It had to be like early 90s. Early 90s, man. Yeah, so you was like listening to like Troop and shit. Keep sweat, oh, twisted. You know what I'm saying? Baby, I'll be baby, sure. I yeah. know. Like all that. 96. Chris Williams asked. It was no, oh, don't wake me. Don't yeah. wake me. Come that on. That, that was why were those my favorites? Y'all, look because, how you, you're how, making look my how point. aggressive you getting. Because, Y'all no, making my point. At that time, that was just good music, man. Why was just because I, you got emotional with it? Don't blame the music. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame the music because you cried over it. No longer will music be my way of peace. It's the gym and other things. Don't blame the music. I should have not been exposed. The music did not make you soft. I should have not been exposed to that type of music at that age, man. I've never seen somebody have such strong hatred for music. I love music, but as far as... He mad the music made him a sissy. Right, so... (laughs) Come on, man. If you got that inner sissy inside of you, let it out. Ain't got nothing to do with the music. Sitting there crying, holding the radio. 
Oh shit. That, she must have been good. She must have went my bad ass twelve year old. The music. She was, she was. She was terrible. She was trash. Be mad at the girl, not the music. I was okay. Listen. What she look like now? Whatever. After seven. Yeah. 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 You know, regardless, she gonna say she look whack. No, 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 no. no. Now she fat as no, 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 no. She ain't. No, 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 no. The drugs, baby, they get you. Oh damn. Oh man. damn, Vic. That's why you should never get pregnant by a dude in high school. Because you don't know what he gonna end up and be. Now you got this front, angle from all the chicks that I like in high school. They look terrible. I'm glad I dodged that bullet. All right. of them, I, I except for maybe a couple, but all of them. Yeah. Never slept with anybody in high school, so I know everybody's wishing they had a little, <laughs> a little bit of me, <laughs> a little bit of me, <laughs> a little bit of me. <laughs> so Jarrell, no, but Jovi, you might not know because you don't listen to the show. <laughs> we do a segment Shade. where it's called Fresh or Fiasco, where we bring up a topic and we say whether it's fresh or fiasco and why. Mm-hmm. Fresh meaning you like it, fiasco meaning you don't. Mm-hmm. Boom. So let's get to it, man. Tyrese drags ex-wife back to court after she leaves daughter with friend instead of him. The backstory is this: the forty-year-old took to Los Angeles Superior Court to call out his ex-wife over the violation of their child custody agreement. According to new court documentations, the father of two was legally obligated to have the chance to watch her while she was out the country earlier in this month. He allegedly wasn't aware of the sleepover until after it happened, and the 11-year-old was back in his uh, uh, care the next day. So basically, Mom Dukes went on vacation, left the child with, um, she had a sleepover. Not saying the child was in danger, but Tyrese had an issue with this. Fresh a fiasco. Fiasco. Fiasco that he has an issue with it? Yeah, like, it's just a bickering. It's just, uh, they're having a lot of bickering going back and forth with them. And the child, okay, so the child had a sleepover. If she was in a safe environment, cool. Mom got a break, you got a break. Shut the fuck up. Like, what are you, why are you bickering? The child maybe don't want to be with the dad. Maybe she wanted to be at the sleepover. I'm going to go fiasco as well. It depends on the custody that you have. Um, Parents can have split custody. It split it right down the middle. I don't know. But if this is not your day to have the child. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, though. Well, that was the whole, that was whole, well, the whole point. What I just read, it says that if she goes out of town, he's obligated to get her. Not saying that this is his actual day. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why y'all say it's fiasco. It's fiasco because what I'm saying to you is, if this isn't my day, I shouldn't be that mad that she went to a sleepover or somewhere else that she probably wanted to be at. Mm-hmm. If this is not my day, this is not my day. To like what you always say, it's bickering. So let's just say, right, you got your kids on Monday, right? And your wife is always saying, hey, you know, my day is Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but you got them on Monday. And you busy. And it's your job to make sure the kids are somewhere, you know, taken care of. So you take, mm-hmm. them, to your, take them to your mom's house. <clears throat> okay. Then your wife, your, your, your ex-wife want to take you to court because you should have dropped them off there. It's like, bro, this isn't this is your day. This is mine. I'm just taking them to grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, I, I and she you, wanted to be there. I get what you're saying, but the only thing I'm torn about that is that he is actually obligated to get that time if he wants it. And that was taken away from him. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, I don't like the fact that he took it to court and stuff. Because, That's what I'm getting yeah, at. I don't, I don't like the fact that he took it to court. But if I express to you that don't do it again because that's my time, if she did it again, that would be kind of fucked up on her part. But if that's the first time that that happened and was just a 
like a misunderstanding or a miscommunication. Yeah, I, he shouldn't have took her to court for that. That's crazy. I, I think that's the part that I'm tripping off yeah, of. It's, it's like, hey, the second something goes wrong or the something, the second something happens you don't like, we go to court every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I, I think like that, that that's too much. Dan, now we don't know how many times this happened. Uh, now Tyrese doesn't have a ninety five, a nine to five like us, yeah. so his time with seeing his daughter might be limited. Where right. I'm away doing movies, so I can't really see yeah. my daughter as much. So, hey, if you get an extra day, I want to see her. Yeah, I get the whole fiasco. Why y'all say it's fiasco? I guess I say fiasco too because of the court thing. But on the flip side, I can't be mad at this dude wanting to see his daughter. I think he's a little bit too strict and too um, he's too strict on her. I'm just not a fan of the courts being. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the court. Every time we have a disagreement, well, right. I can't. I just can't be mad that if he wanted to see his daughter and that was his time, I can't be mad at him for wanting it. That's all. He just seems controlling. Fresh a fiasco. The game's manager, WAC 100, implies any woman, including Sin Santana or Kim Kardashian, who deny whoever the game is rapping about will be released. He will release tapes to prove the accuracy of his lyrics. What does that mean? <laughs> Fresh a fiasco. <laughs> Can I go first? Go yes. ahead. That shit trash, man. <laughs> like, he's a, that's fiasco. Game is terrible for this. Like that's the corniest shit. That's, so that's corny. corny. That's the, that's really corny. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't really get it. Like these people have significant others. If they were with you before they were with their significant others, what is the point of putting out your relationship with them before the fact? Because he's lonely. He needs to go on for the love of game or some shit like nah, that. I really don't. Yeah, I don't man. understand the point of it. He's so cor- that's corny. And then they got things called like revenge porn and stuff like that. So if you're gonna leak out tapes, be prepared to handle the, yeah, the legal like repercussions are... of that and stop being fucking corny. Yeah. I hate that shit. You just want to expose women for what? As, for and what? Plus he, this is a, game is already an established artist. So he he can't be doing it for publicity. He's already famous. So I don't understand his angle. I, don't, I really don't get. He it. a woman. He, does, he doesn't have. He doesn't need, um, like clout for this album to push record sales. So I don't get why he's doing. You it. think Game is even popping like that? though? Yeah, he's popping enough to not have to do that. Mm. That's what I'm saying. What yeah, if he think? just did a hot song, people yeah, would be like, not, "Oh, Game's back." Obviously, he's not Drake, but he's still somebody. Yeah, don't compare him to Drake numbers. Yeah, no, he would still do good like in that. his field. Yeah, he doesn't have. He's good enough to not have to do this. Oh, That's Drake for president, definitely. My thing well, is. <laughs> I'm gonna go fiasco, definitely fi- whatever. With Joey talk. I'm gonna go fiasco. <laughs> no, right. I'm gonna go fiasco, and it just got me to thinking. It's just like for some reason. Last week we talked about this with Kim Kardashian and Game, and we just was like, man, Game just being Game, using it. And if 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 Kim if Kanye was more of a man or was respected, Kim Kardashian would be respected. Mm-hmm. But then he does Santana, Sin Santana, who's engaged to Joe Button. So then I'm thinking, are some men? more intrigued with the smash and past and marrying because in a way game is kind of like what I did means more than what Joe Button and Kanye West has done. I'm going to brag about (laughs) but I I think that's some of his mentality. I'm going to brag about sleeping with your wife but at the end of the day the ultimate goal for all of us is to get married and have a family. You understand what I'm saying? But some men might be thinking no. The ultimate goal is to smash as many bad bras as I can because why is he only talking about the married ones? I guess maybe because I'm thinking souls. that's a, like a young nigga mentality. I, I don't know where he's coming from. Like, game is old. That's the only thing I can think about. That's the only thing I can see. Like, maybe he was, like, coming out of high school 
or like maybe in your early twenties. I think it's but game damn near forty years old. If yeah. he's not forty, so I don't I don't really get like thirty nine. He's yeah. like beating on his chest. Like he's trying to. At the end of the day, all you're trying to do is devalue a woman in all of this. Like I had your bitch, and you're trying to cut. Like you don't got nothing special. I, I smash don't think that. it's the. I think it's more messages. I think it's the message to the man. I don't think because he never because when these women were single, he never mentioned since Santana name any time. But at now all. it's more of a shot at Joe Button and Kanye. Even though the women are the the uh, the the names, it's oh y'all are marrying the bras that I just smashed. But then not nah, nah, come on, come on, some that. nigga shit though. Come at them in their craft. Come at them on their shit. Why you gotta drag them into it? That's so you devaluing the woman. That's how some. That's how guys. Some guys know how to t- snap. I guess. Like listen, the way that you you know you 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 d. How do you say it? the way that you make a man feel less of a man is to tell him that I was with your wife. You know what I'm saying? Some people, I'm saying that's the way game is taking it. And even though he's dropping names, I think it's more towards Joe Button and Kanye West. Like, hey, y'all marrying the brawls that I made, that I held down and, and, and nutted down their throats. Damn. That's, well, that's what he said about yeah, Kim he Kardashian. Said that about Kim. Yeah. Okay. And what? It's up. Is she going to get divorced yeah, because he yeah, did that? I, I don't know what he expect their uh, reactions to be. Yeah, I don't know. What's I don't like, know. Who nutted down it? your throat, game? Yeah, well, Damn. Yeah. Like, come on now. Oh, Don't what? do that dumb shit. What? That's like when Kanye was trying to put Amber down and try to play her out because she was a stripper and all this other stuff. And she was like, I put my finger in your ass. Shut that whole shit all the way down. Yeah, like, that stop cool. that well, shit. And it wasn't just that. It was Wiz. Because Wiz is suspected. Like, Wiz jumped in. And now was okay, Wiz, I apologize to you and I won't diss Amber no more. Why? Because Wiz is suspected. You're not like, if, if, if Game, no, if Wiz Khalifa was to marry since Santana, Game wouldn't do that. You understand what I'm saying? It's the men involved that he's not afraid of and he wants smoke with. It's not the women. Actually, it's the other way around. He was fucking with Wiz. Amber came to Wiz's rescue. I'm talking about Game and Wiz. Oh, okay. I'm talking about if Wiz was to had married or proposed to Sin Santana, Game would not make a diss record to a Sin because he respects Wiz. So you think this is basically he's just trying to fuck with Kanye and Joe and right. that's it? Him and, him and Joe has had beef off and on, rap beef. That's true. And I Kanye West is what he's Kanye West. So I can, a bully is always going to pick on who they think Which they can be. It's crazy because him and Kanye actually have like songs together. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, stop being a. I think that's corny. Yeah, you being a cornball. People do shit in sex. Let that shit be. Like, they use that as a weapon now. Like, you can't even fuck a nigga anymore. Like, I mean, like, in the industry, that's all they do. You know what I mean? You can't even fuck somebody, and then they be like, oh, yeah, I did this. Yeah, well, that was a sexual encounter. We were dating for at least a year when we did it, and now you're trying to act like I just fucked you on the whim and let you nut down my throat. Like, shut the fuck. Like, stop. That's corny, Stop your shit. Stop your shit. Whatever we did between us is between us. Fiasco all across the board, gang. Yes, absolutely. Fresher fiasco. Rapper 6ix9ine has to pay for his own security to secure his family because he can afford it. Basically, rapper 6ix9ine snitched, but the government is making him pay for the beefed up security that his family needs because he has the money. When he runs out of money, that's when the government will step in. <laughs> fresh or fiasco? Fresh fucking. I don't fresh? Care. I think it's fresh? Who cares? If I'm, I'm cooperative, I'm going to go fiasco, bro. He's a criminal. Okay, but isn't that part of the deal? No. Obviously, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's not part of his deal. Oh, man. It's I a fiasco because he, he got himself into it. So he put... He was going to pay for it either way. No, if if I didn't, if, if okay, me being who I am, having a job, if I was to snitch, they would pay for my safety and my family's safety. How you got the money? Huh? How, he got he got the money to pay for his family, but how did he get it? He in, the, he in jail for a reason. 
rap money. He he really wasn't part of that trade way like everybody thinks. He, didn't, if he, he ain't got no drug money. If he wasn't, he wouldn't be in jail. No, 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 no. <laughs> he paid some... Allegedly, he paid somebody to shoot at Chief Keith. Yeah. Allegedly, he was there when other things happened, but he wasn't the one. He he did allegedly sold some hair on, allegedly did some things. <laughs> well, <laughs> but that but what he sold didn't get him the millions that he's got. That's music. But I'm just saying he to made it legal. It's all dirty. But his money. That's why they don't they don't care. I get. Yeah, but okay, <laughs> Nikki Barnes. Like, there's so many people who you shouldn't care about, but you take care of. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't matter what he did. I'm now cooperating with you. Why do I got to spend my own money? Nah, they don't care. <laughs> that's, why criminal, yeah. that's why I'm going to go fiasco. <laughs> You're a criminal. You just want to go fiasco because you want to go No, I, I, I seriously, no, 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 no. Because here's my thing. Not only did he snitch, but it made the news. So now everybody... <laughs> No, no, listen, listen, yeah, listen, yeah, listen. You're right, you're right. He got a daughter. Yeah, that's true. He's got a mother. That's, <laughs> that, that's not their concern, though. Who? The, the governments. They don't, they don't care. I know, but my thing is what I thought. This is just for movies. You're saying they should care. No, I'm not saying that they should care. But from what I saw or from what I've watched in the movies or the way I think that it should go, <laughs> if you're going to cooperate, make sure my fam is safe. Because when you snitch, you put everybody else in danger. When he snitched, his daughter, his baby mother, his mother, everybody is become a target. And for the government to say, we don't care. It's Damn. just like, bro, doesn't all this go into one? No. Nah. Protect me. Nah. No? Okay. That's in the movies. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> That's in the movies. That's all I know. I nah. just say fiasco because he put himself in that situation anyway. He was talking big shit. When but we he all knew out. he was a He joke, was talking man. big shit. He was going to have to pay for that security. Look, he had to pay for too much security, oh, more yeah. than the average celebrity, because of his he mouth. It. He all right. He got it. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, let him pay for <laughs> he it. Got yeah. it. He got yeah, it. You set this up. You all wanted right. to do this. I mean, now pay that money. I'm not, I'm not here to uh, harp on rich people's problems. Fresh or fiasco. Terry Crews threatens to smack D.L. Hughley. <laughs> the backstory with this, <laughs> the backstory with this is um, Terry Crews came out and told everybody he was sexually assaulted at a party. D.L. Hughley got on Vlad TV and said God gave Terry Crews muscle so he could say no and mean it. They got on Twitter and an exchange happened and D.L. Hughley said you should have smacked such and such. And Terry Crews says, how about I smack you? Mm-hmm. No. Fresh a fiasco. Let me get. I, I think that was fresh. I think that was dope. That because he said he didn't say he didn't really say what if I smacked you. D.L. Hughley said, "Well, he could have slapped the shit out of what's his name, you know, for grabbing his, you know, his dick in front of his wife." But he said that basically Terry Crews said, "If that's the case, if I'm just slapping anybody just because they did something toxic, since you toxic now, why? Why? What happens if I slap the shit out of you right now? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I get what he was saying. I don't completely agree with that. He should, but like, if 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 you're gonna come at Terry Crews, if he threatens to slap you, do you just go get slapped? Yeah, because it's victim blaming. Yeah, I like, like, you go, like just because you come at him, that don't mean that, that he can't be aggressive towards you. Mm-hmm. Just because he let that other dude do what he did, I'm gonna go deeper. Oh. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. And this is just my stance, and I'm going to be consistent. Okay. Black people, when we talk to other black people, we see the enemy. Mm. Somehow, Terry Crews knew not to choke slam that white man that grabbed his crotch. There's a reason for that, yeah. He knew all the, he, he knew from the second his crotch got grabbed that his life would be over in Hollywood if he did anything. He'd probably yep. be locked up. But 
Why people don't get that though? When two black people go at it, it's okay to get violent with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand why people don't get that part though. We get it. The, the part that you just said, yeah, right, like right. he did that and he didn't react how normally you would act. Because, like, that white man had power over him, over his career and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can say that, yeah, I'll beat the shit out of him. But, like, if you were put in that situation and know you had a family and a wife to take care of, and that was your only... And even his wife told him, like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't yeah, worry about it. So like, he wasn't defending her. Like, exactly. If she was looking at him, like, oh, so he's going to let him do that to you? Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's completely different. That's, the, so that's, just a, gonna let that's completely different. <laughs> Oh, so he just go. You just oh. go let him. You just go let him grab your dick. Huh? <laughs> like, all of a sudden, her voice. All of a sudden, her voice get deeper than his. And shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, that's a little different, man. It's not like he just let that dude do that mm-hmm. for no reason. But, right. but my thing to me, when another when it's black on black crime, we're so easy to smack each other. Like without hesitation, I'm gonna smack you because you toxic. But he should though. He should. But <laughs> but just like he, listen, listen. I agree with what Terry Crews did, but to me, looking at all the other situations, if it's black on black, we'll get in each other's faces. But when the white man does something, we seem to think that we can't defend ourselves. No, I disagree with you. Talk only about be- it. Only because he can smack D.L. Hughley because he's not in a position to fuck up his a career. Power, so yeah. he could he could fuck D.L. Hughley up and still get movie roles. But if it was um, the other black dude that is gay, that, um, what's it, he's like a the producer. One, the one um, Dame Dash ran up on? Lee Daniels? Yes, Lee Daniels. Him. Yeah. Lee Daniels. Is he gay? Let's yes. not put it, okay, okay. I, okay. I, I, did, I didn't want to put that on him. Yes. Yes. No, Lee Daniels is gay. Yes. Okay, all right. Okay, not allegedly. <laughs> but anyway, if someone like that was to grab him, he's going to second guess Smacking the fuck yeah, out of him too, because he will just like how Monique got blackballed by um allegedly got blackballed by Lee Daniels in, um in the industry, and it was hard for her to find work. So you know he's probably thinking about that when Lee Daniels and DL Hughley like nigga, you just got a radio show, pa, get yeah, the fuck out of here. Not, to me, it's not a race thing; it's more of a power thing. Yeah, like if it was a black dude who touched um Terry Crews like that, like I think he would have did the same thing. I don't think he would have slapped him then either. Who 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 in black who in Hollywood has that type of power? Lee Daniels. Nah, Lee. Lee I think Lee. Listen, Lee Daniels would have got put his uh, hands on. I, I think by anybody I, I else. No, anybody Daniels, else. Lee Daniels is pop, pretty popular. Lee Daniels is still borrowing money. He's not that popular. He he he's still borrowing money from Dame Dash and these that and and, and things now, of that, that nature. That was a long time ago. That was a ago, long time ago. Yeah, but he ain't got the type of power that you don't think so right now. Like, not, he producing no. a lot of stuff, man. Like yeah, what? he's like he produced, he's doing a lot. Right, with, um, and no, who can like? And the Empire is not to me. Empire is not as hot as it was. And then he has his star. The show that comes on after that star, like yeah. I don't, and nobody's watching that. Lee Daniels is not producing these mega movies that. Okay. Um, but Terry Crews is not in <laughs> mega movies. Terry either, Crews. So. Terry Crews was in some big movies though. Terry Crews might his, his role might not have been big, but he was in some big movies. Okay, so what if Tyler Perry did it? Right, what well, did what? The same thing. Since Lee Daniels is as, as powerful as you think, what if um, it was Tyler Perry? I, to me, he's definitely powerful. You I definitely, admit that I, definitely I definitely get where you're going with that, but it's just to me. I think that if it's a white man, we think twice before we do anything. Yeah. That's I just my it. opinion. But if it's it. black, we might be quicker to smack yeah, Tyler Perry. I get it. And then we might think, oh man, you are you're somebody to me. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I see that. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So, uh, fresher fiasco, man. Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. 
mugshot went viral yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was bruised from up from having a physical in, uh, encounter with the woman. The police say both claimed that they were both the victim, so the police couldn't tell who did what, so they arrested them both. <laughs> Fresher fiasco, only Bow Wow's mugshot going viral. Now, I saw hers. We did see hers. You had to search for it. When I got on social media, I saw people, I saw Bow Wow trending, oh, not yeah. her. Oh, yeah. So when you click it, it's his face and fiasco. people. Definitely fiasco. Well, be, Bow Wow is fiasco, but Bow Wow's the star yeah, the in fan. all of this. This is why. But it's it, a man, but it's a, a, allegedly they both fought each other. So this is a man. It's not two men. Now, if this was two men going at a brawl and only Bow Wow got exposed, I would say fresh. But we're talking about a man and a woman. So why is it. Now that because the woman got the upper hand, yeah. you can only post because, his picture and clown him. By them doing that, the story is that he was abusive to her. Right. And we not, don't know. Not knowing how abusive he, she was to him. Mm-hmm. And we don't That's know how this started. Yeah, we don't know. All we know is Bow Wow got, like fucked, he got up. fucked up. He though. did, though, because her mugshot, she's still cute and he see? is. Joey, yeah, I seen it. it. I seen it. It looked like he got fucked up. And, and, yeah. I, and I respect Ashad just a little bit more. Take your ass whooping. Because he didn't. He I could. think he tried to fight back. <laughs> <laughs> and it lost. Did, yeah, he lost. <laughs> and lost. Don't, don't, don't leave that part out. And lost. Okay. Because she looked like she just came from the grocery store. <laughs> he looked like she, she just came from the grocery store. She's like, she's like mm, I did it. I did it. Yeah, I whooped it. Hey, you want to hear something crazy before y'all go? I actually went to her um, Twitter page and I was about to cancel her, but then I saw how good she looked. <laughs> Fiasco. Like a, uh, are like we doing fresh fiasco on that? Fresh fiasco. Okay, fiasco. Yo, she, fiasco. Yo, but she looks, yo, she was, I was like, ah, damn. She is a very attractive woman. Who very... is you to cancel her? No, but it was a joke. No, 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 no. She went on there all the aggressive, like, oh, it was, damn, it was a joke, up. but in a, in, a, in a way, like, what this question is, like, what do men have, though? Like, we got to do something. Because why would they just, they did it to clown him, like, but we okay. We can't even get our ass whooped. We can't even get our ass whooped. It's not fair. We get clown, we get our ass whooped. And this is what my big problem is when it comes down to men. People want equal rights, but I think really people want revenge on men. Hey, man. Because, Listen. and it's, I guess, but then when I wake up and I see this, I'm like, man, it's not right. But I guess it is what it is. This ain't right. There's some things you just got to take, brother. But man. we're taking it. That's what you got to yeah, stay. We we're we, taking we, it. We I think the clown Terry Crews gets laughed at. Bow Wow gets, every time yeah, something happens true. to that's the true. men, we laugh. That's what that's I'm saying. True. I get it. That's true. But Bow Wow need to learn how to duck and weave or something. See, like you call, see, you see, call you, all now, them licks. See, you making jokes about that. You call all them licks, see, didn't you? If I said nah, that it's about not a funny. woman, yeah, it is, because you laughing. No. You I'm on not. camera, smirking. I don't feel bad for him because he was throwing a Super Bowl party, bro. Like, come on, man. We, we he was it was a pro, it was something about a Super Bowl party he was throwing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Was you mad that he throw the Super Bowl party? Hey, we not unified on that. Like I, I thought we weren't watching I thought we watching watching football. Is Billy there? We the my Billy's party? in jail. Oh, okay. Billy's in jail. Because if so, there was no Super Bowl party. Yeah. Bow wow all of a sudden suck a dick for water. She can't bleep. It's not Bow Netflix. Bow Wow need to take one for the team. Take one for the team. See, look at y'all <laughs> laughing at the Me Too movement. Hey, well, y'all ain't hey, doing hey, the hey. shit either. Look at that. I know it's not right, but hey, it is the world we it live in. Just like Jerrell said, it is what it is. Man, listen. I want change, but until then. <laughs> I'm a black man living in America. <laughs> you chuckling hard, too. I get to laugh and shit like that. Because guess what? <laughs> I could be next. Jerrell could be next. That is true. Just wake up in the morning and somebody say we did something and it's Word. it's going to be that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. That's I mean, sad. I do agree I think with we, that. I, we probably good because we ain't famous yet. 
Okay, but I don't want to be famous. Facebook, we Facebook famous, so yeah, just think Facebook about famous. think about the few twenty people who might have something to say. <laughs> all twenty, <laughs> all twenty, all twenty. <laughs> all right, last one, man. Fresher fiasco. Gladys Knight is going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Her reasoning for singing the national anthem is. I pray that this national anthem will bring us all together in a way never before witnessed and we can move forward and untangle these truths, which means so much to all of us. Fresher fiasco, her reasoning, reasoning <laughs> for singing the national anthem. You're going to make me shit on Gladys Knight. Shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> on that midnight train to Georgia. Shit's on Gladys fiasco. Knight. That's some bullshit. She like our, she, she like our auntie, man. You're going to make me nah, shit on fuck Gladys that. You, you turned on us. Here's the thing. My thing with the football thing, like, I still watch football, so I don't agree with the whole, like, everybody got to take a knee and everything like that. But it's just her reasoning behind it. That's why I said just her reasoning, yeah. It was major bullshit. Like, I'm not even mad at, like, Travis Scott doing um, the halftime show, Big Boy from Outkast doing it, because, you know, he's from Atlanta, so it's big to them. But the reasoning behind why she's doing it is bullshit. Yeah, so I'll give it a fiasco. I'm going to go fiasco just for her reasoning. Um, I don't think that – I think we're still hyped over the Whitney Houston National Anthem. That's still the one, the top one, right? Yes. Um, and it's a beautiful song, but I don't understand why Gladys Knight thinks that her singing and her singing <laughs> – and her singing it you is going to – Why you disagree with Gladys listen, Knight? She is saying that her singing and the way she's going to sing it tonight is going to make all of us – Come together. Come together. And the way we've never Why come together before. Did we you hear power. Did you hear what she said though? She's gonna bring us all together <laughs> in the way we've never come together before. Hey, because man. she's singing it. Hey man, let your yeah, auntie, now let all your of auntie sudden, live, uh, man. White people are going to understand the injustice and the reason why we're doing it. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, if it wasn't for Gladys Knight singing that song, I would have never got their point. Yeah, it's the reasoning. That, it's reason. the reason. Like, I, I, don't, I don't mind her singing it. No, I mean, like, if, if that's I true, do. If we're going to stick together, let's stick together in something. But we're not. Damn. But we're not. Yeah, we're not together. And I thought we're about this. We haven't that. done anything, and I wasn't there. We haven't done anything uh, since the, uh, the boycott of the uh, transportation and the buses. Like, the yeah. Um, we haven't done anything. Yeah, I think Mm-mm. the football thing is a bad like, thing people, to it, try to come together. It is. It's a bad, it's thing. a bad thing. It's all of that. All of that stuff. I was watching. I forgot the name of the movie, but it was basically they marched at the end. Um, and when they marched, when they got to the end, just like every march, there's always cops at the end ready to hold you guys down, mm-hmm. sick the dogs on you. Mm-hmm. None of that works. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not it. None of that not will working. ever work again. We have to find something else. And Boycotting whole- football. <clears throat> they don't care. The boy- Boycott football never made sense to me because, like, what's the end game? The NFL has nothing to do with how police would treat black people. So, I can see you boycotting because Colin Kaepernick definitely deserves to be in the NFL. But the NFL is not going to do anything to change social injustice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never, they, they were never going to. But do they, that. it shouldn't have been to a point where he's now not in yeah, doing football because, like. Like, Come if people on. are boycotting football because of that, then, yeah, I'm cool. It's like, cool. He definitely should be in the league. And he's making a lot of money by doing commercials, yeah. <laughs> doing speeches. So he's not going to get the CTE. He's not going to yep. get his – he's good. not going to get his – yeah, he's good. He's good. This is what people Kyle need to understand. does not have to play another I'm still down getting, of football for him to be rich. I'm still getting paid. He's cool. And I'm living 
a good life just making speeches and talking of, to people. And on top man. of that, Gladys Knight is going to solve the world's issues. Yeah, and on top of that, we got Auntie Gladys who's going to fix everything. <laughs> on Sunday, you know, this going by by the time this comes out, you know, it's already going to happen. I'm pretty sure all of us would, you know, will be feeling better, so united, uplifted. I can't wait till tomorrow, Monday, when it drops, <laughs> and I want to see how we all come together. Because Auntie Gladys got us. Honestly, I probably want to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I don't think we'll ever hear anything better than Whitney Houston's move. Marvin Gaye is pretty close. Marvin Gaye is smooth. Marvin yeah, Gaye is Marvin really, Gaye is smooth. really, really well, dope. Whitney is the queen. But guess what? So now she's got two people. To, so she got to be better than Marvin Gaye and Whitney. As long as she don't sound like Carl Lewis, I'm good. She's never going to be able to Carl Lewis. But Gladys can sing. Uh-oh. 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 I'm going to come back from that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, long make up for that like, one. Long she don't sound like Carl. Terrell. Long she don't sound like Carl. We good. Do we get ooh uh oh? Like he meant that. And shit. the rocket. Oh, he knew. He knew. I'm gonna come back from that one, guys. He knew he fucked up as soon as that note left. <laughs> he knew he fucked. It up. It was like one of the commercials that paused, oh, and at this man. moment, at this Carl moment, knew he fucked up. up. The imitation oh, is <laughs> so, it's fucking hilarious. So obviously, you know what I mean? We we all for Gladys Knight. She's one of our, you know, musical forefounders, we should actually say. But, yeah, her reasoning behind it is kind of weird. Absolutely. So, hey, that was the end of this episode, man. How do y'all think y'all did? Like, how did y'all enjoy this? Well, did you enjoy it? I know, but you know, it's a different vibe. Like, I just did social gibberation, mm-hmm. and my show was like a little different. How did we grade as guests? <clears throat> no, you did great. You did great. You did actually great, man. Yeah, it was hard for me to shut the fuck up because, you know, I got shit to say. I know, right? I, I was waiting for Jovi to cut you off like three times. Yo, you know, somebody else told me that I cut people I off. I even did like this while you was talking. I, even, <laughs> I was waiting for Jovi to be like, oh, I, I do that a lot. That's so horrible. Mm, so, you if y'all enjoyed the voices that you heard, you can subscribe to Social Gibberish on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And that's Gibberish with a J. Yeah. Gibberish with a J, uh, uh, Anchor. They're all over the place. Anywhere mm-hmm. you can find a podcast, you can find Social Gibberish, Stitcher. So, uh, and this was episode 122. I don't think I mentioned that in the ep- beginning of the episode. Hey, y'all on 122? Episode 122. Live from Starbucks downtown, beautiful trend. If you like what you heard from this show, man, leave us a review and share it. Yes. And um, hey, man, this was episode 122. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Napa know how. Why should you get a five quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for $15.99? Because the dog days of summer are just as hard on your engine as they are on you. So get your five quart jug of Napa conventional oil plus a Pro Select oil filter for just $15.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know how. Napa know how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.19. 7-Eleven has more drinks than times you've been caught singing in your car and random lyrics stored in your brain combined. Choose from Big Gulp flavors starting at 79 cents, like Fanta Orange, Minute Maid Fruit Punch, Powerade Mountain Berry Blast, Brisk Strawberry Melon Iced Tea, plus many more only at participating 7-Eleven stores. This summer, put on your favorite song and hit the road with a thirst-quenching Big Gulp drink starting at 79 cents today. Plus taxes where applicable.